0: Good morning, afternoon, good evening. This is the Material Podcast. Please delete if appropriate. Wait. Right? Did I say it right?
1: Not quite, but it, it still works.
0: Ah. Uh, we've been doing the show for how long together and I <laughs> never learned that part. I'm Florence Ion. I'm joined here by Andy Anako. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi Andy. No, see
1: it's see the, the the Have you ever noticed that about like all kinds of elements about culture where like there's this <laughs> like when when i was like growing up like in the in the like little kid in the late 70s and the and the and the 80s of course they had like the warner brothers cartoons on every saturday morning and like you there's a catchphrase that like porky pig or one of these other characters would have and it's just oh well he just he just says, "How do you do okay that 's just a funny thing he says because it 's been stripped of all cultural context i If I were like a kid in the thirties or forties, I would recognize it as the catchphrase of like a famous radio comedian that they were sort of basing things off of so as a as a result." Uh, the, the, whereas, uh, good morning, afternoon, or evening, please delete as appropriate, which started off as a joke saying, I have no idea what time you're listening to this. So I'm just going to give you all three and trust that you're going to remove the two that don't apply. A- actually, a better, better analogy would be something I just noticed last week. The, uh, have you ever looked at the iconography on the phone app in Android, at least on my Pixel phone, where, mm. uh, I've, the, uh, the, the, the standard like green and red buttons. And of course it has usually a little icon of a phone handset, but now nobody, (laughs) nobody like substantially younger than myself has ever used a phone with that kind of a big chonky handset before. So now I think that the material design people know that, well, now we're free to Turn it from something that looks like the the original classic handset to just a squiggly Mickey Mouse ears sort of line, because people now don't know that that's supposed to represent a handset. That's just the shape that's associated with <laughs> initiate a call and end a call.
0: Right, right. Um, can, can I just segue from that? Because you really got my brain going about something that I've been thinking about, you know, Um on the topic of Android, we are expecting a new version coming out soon.
1: Maybe next we're week we're hearing a lot. Yep.
0: I, yes. We're a lot of rumoring. It's very interesting, by the way, because the rumor about the day Android 12 was supposed to come out, like when you read it on a blog, the actual date for some reason is always in like H2 heading. Like they just make <laughs> it really big <laughs> versus like the rest of the text, which which is why I guess it's emblazoned in my mind. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking about what is going to happen to all these different skins of Android that I'm having to like move between because OnePlus, which uses Oxygen OS, which eventually will be ColorOS once this whole like Oppo changeover fully goes into effect. Like what is that going to look like? How is it that going <laughs> to pair with all these Material U elements? Like I'm really thinking about this because I have really no idea where to start my thought process. I also haven't had time to like go into a search bar and dive into anything, but I am just sort of thinking about that. And the thing that got me to think about it mostly is, uh, I forgot which app it was, but I saw that new material you font.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. I saw that appear in whatever Google app it was. And you know, the Google apps, they've been slowly getting the material you changeovers. Everything's been rolling out Mm -hmm. in anticipation for this big release And then when I hit like the back button or home or whatever, I go back to that OnePlus screen, and it's like, oh, I'm in a totally different font environment. The iconography is different. (laughs) the the situation It it feels like such a beginning Android. I don't want to say problem, but maybe predicament is a better word choice. Like remember in the early days of Android, like Samsung had its version, right? HTC had Sense. It was a launching off point, yeah. Yeah, and then Google gradually was like, no, 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 everybody, we got to get on the same page. Like, this is causing a lot of fragmentation and getting a bad rap. We're all trying to beat, like, Apple here, yada, yada. So we all moved to, like, one. And then Samsung came out with one UI. Everybody else just kind of started, like, drifting away again. Because Android, they cut it up to make it more updatable. So it gave a little more leeway to companies to actually do their own skins and that kind of thing. But now with Material U, this whole new design paradigm, widgets, editable widgets, even I think that those are like coming or whatever. How is this going to work with what everybody else interpret, uh, everyone else's interpretation or implementation of it is? This is what's on. This is yeah. what's weighing on me. In, in addition to the other things that weigh on me. Daily.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's it is weird because the whole point of material you is that it's supposed to really adapt to whatever the environment of this phone is. Not mm. not and uh, not the idea that Samsung wants to do their own flavor or OnePlus or whatever wants to do their own flavor, but that here is how you set up your own phone, here's what the here's the wallpapers you put in. So it's hard enough when all these other phone makers are trying to put their own spin on a static target, but now they've got a moving target. And is this the mm, sort yes. of is this the thing that kind of browbeats them into thinking, hey, maybe we should just give up completely and just go stock Android. I mean though I remember reading once Quote that,
0: quote, I just sorry, I just want to add that even the Pixel is not stock Android. Uh,
1: okay. Pixel is well, its own it's launcher. Stock- so, well that's uh, okay but I'm talking about like what happens when you swipe down from the top of the screen like what do alerts look like what do notifications look like and okay. we, and we do have to give credit to all these other earlier makers because remember there was there's a time where uh, Google was happy enough just to just to be able to d- dial seven numbers in a sequence successfully and stuff like, well, how? What is going to be the offer? Ah, where's going to be the things. interface for notifications? They basically said, "Yeah, Samsung, wouldn't it be awesome if you just kind of fix that for us? Because we really have our hands full with keeping the battery from overheating and basically shutting down for thermals. It's if you could just take care of that, that would be wonderful. But now that there's no reason great. to do that. Yeah."
0: Mm. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm scared of change, <laughs> but you you all knew that already. Uh, but it, yeah, it is something I'm thinking about. Also, because as we approach the next version of Android, I I got to figure out what am I carrying with me into next year. What's gonna be my phone? Am I gonna stick with OnePlus? Am I? Is this Pixel Six announcement? Whenever the heck it's gonna happen. I was just like speaking about the proverbial pixel at this point. It's like, it doesn't really, it's it's an idea. It's, it's a concept. Yeah. That's what's really in the window in New York city. It's a concept <laughs> folks. Yes. It's a, uh, it's another Abramoff, uh, you know, uh living piece of
1: art. It's a collective it's just, hallucination. We've mm-hmm. all formed this thing in our mind of what comes to mind when we say pixel six. And it is mm-hmm. this thing behind glass that, might be filled with candy. Might contain. Sorry, I meant Abramovic. Egg.
0: By the way, I meant I meant Marina Abramovic. I completely got her last name wrong. Oh, there goes my. <laughs> there goes my cred. Anyway,
1: but yeah, it's it. It's it's weird. Like I I still can't. As as I'm thinking about like what phone to get next it's i just not even think about oneplus i'm not thinking about samsung to me it's always going to be i just want the advantages of google asserting what uh, mm. what android is through like their this one idea without seeing oneplus saying well that's nice but that doesn't help people think that they're part of the oneplus community does it so we're going to arbitrarily make it ma- make all of the all of the phone buttons like squirkles because otherwise, it doesn't, it's not one plus enough.
0: Oh, I really don't like the squircles, whatever. It, just that whole situation. It's it's not something that I'm... I appreciate the option to enable it, but I'm just... I don't know what I need from Android in terms of design. I don't know if Material U, the package we're getting, at least from what I've seen in beta, is going to fully satiate me or give me that like, oh man, this is what it needed feeling. <laughs> we'll see. I, yeah. I wonder if it really is gonna be the kind of thing that having the phone that matches the interface is gonna really play, play into it. Yeah. And I'm a little worried about that too. Cause cause then it just the aesthetics gets there's a lot of intensity coming, folks. <laughs> I'm working out my I'm working out my feelings of dread with with y'all right now. So
1: yeah see i'm I'm working up i'm working <laughs> out my feelings of like about to lose a thousand dollars that's that's what i'm kind of working out it's i'm because, still paying off
0: this baptism by the way yeah. <laughs> even in pandemic times it was not cheap
1: okay but but can, can, can i can i say flo that object objectively spending a lot of money to basically formally tell satan and all of its minions that by the way hands off this has already been claimed by the side of light and goodness. I mean that's <sighs> that's at least a thousand dollars right there. Even even if the even if the catering sends in it into two grand, you might mu- that's that's money well spent. Whereas mm. I have a perfectly functioning four hundred three hundred and fifty dollar phone that works fine. You do. A I pixel, never, by the way, and it is so a you're pixel on track
0: that, for software updates, and,
1: and it will receive Android 12. It will, I think, mm-hmm. it will still receive Android 13. I think it's getting it's up for three years worth of. I don't know. We're already talking
0: it. about 13, folks. I'm wondering why aren't they going to skip 13? 13 has such a hmm, you know negative negative connotation.
1: Hmm. Actually, that's cool because they could skip to 14 and then say that. Uh, Well, because no, that that wouldn't work. I was about to say that they got the iPhone, the the iPhone 13. So they could, if they could just arbitrarily say that whatever Apple's is, ours is one more than that. That whatever, whatever leverage you can get in this crowded marketplace, I think would be quite valuable. It's pretty
0: amazing. That's a good one. Actually. (laughs) If somebody uses that, please send Andy some, uh, send Andy some money because.
1: Again, because also because I don't, I'm not sure that I can deal with the 128 gig, like minimum uh, storage on this thing. I'm, I'm actually thinking about if there is a way that I can get my entire music library on it.
0: Are you serious? You really can't.
1: I'm, I'm, I don't know. See, it's, it's, I'm I'm asking you because
0: I feel the same way. I'm, I'm, I, approaching I've, I've, you I've like a, a giddy girl, right now. Like, do you do you? Because I really feel that I can't have it. I need at least minimum two fifty six. I love yeah. having a phone full of stuff and still having room. I love
1: it's I like, love being able wow. to I, I love being able to take lots of pictures and not necessarily having to like when I'm when I'm mm-hmm. in like the city for the day. So I don't I don't I'm not at home connected to Wi Fi. Also. You know, I've been for the past uh, year and a half or so, I have had like a Sony like digital Walkman that has like a 256 gig SD card that has my entire music library on it. And oh, my God, is that cool? Just to just to say t- just to be able to have to, to push the shuffle button and know that you are saying you're conceivably going to get anything from like th- a random B-side track from the first album you ever bought like 30 years ago all the way to, oh, no, no, here's something that you just like ripped yesterday. And that's and, have, and to finally after a few months of that, of just every time that something comes up on shuffle play that you forgot that you owned or never even realized you owned, but you liked and then adding it to a playlist. And now you have like this 48 hour playlist of nothing but great music of which you are not sick of. At least ninety three percent of it. That's what gets me thinking about. Well, come on, it's not as though if you're spending a th- if you're going to be spending like nine hundred dollars or whatever on the on the Pixel Six Pro anyway, it's not as though like oh well that that's thank goodness you didn't spend a thousand dollars because that would have been a lot of money as opposed to nine hundred dollars being not a lot of money. But like like you said, there there's there are more things you can do with like more storage now. Uh, particularly when you have a phone that can shoot 4K video, 60 frames per second, and you might be gone for uh, the yeah. entire day. Yeah, so yeah,
0: I forgot about that 4K video situation that is just commonplace here and there. Um, but I don't – I'd never think to use it. I don't know. Hmm. I guess I'm not a creator, as they say. Uh, um, but you're a parent we... of an
1: adorable daughter, so mm. –
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, but it's okay if – I mean, I'm not publishing – I'm not making a movie out of it. True. It's just for my consumption True. and a couple consumption of other folks. <laughs> uh, but anyway. So this week we had a Google Search event, which we're going to talk about on the show today. Um, I am very curious. By the way, Andy, did you watch it?
1: I did, didn't. I didn't watch it live. I watched it later, which was which okay. was actually which was actually very very handy because I had this. I'll uh, uh rather, rather yeah than- we'll get it. We'll, we'll get into we'll, it we'll get to it but there, I, had, I had a really interesting experience while watching it that made me like actually have to like pause the, pause the pause youtube and go outside and do something because i've been compelled to do this thing that i've been hoping and planning to do for a while so
0: interesting okay oh oh i know what you're talking about okay we're gonna get into that next okay so teasing all that we're also going to talk about youtube and how it's Finally, making some moves against that anti-vax content, and we're not just talking about in relation to the panda bear. <laughs> by like the way,
1: I like that you're not dignifying it with by, by naming it by name. It gets enough press as it is, and sometimes, well, I you was, think that maybe it just yeah. likes seeing its name in the in the, in the media.
0: I was actually just about to comment on that and say that I don't want people to think that I'm just mitigating like the seriousness of everything we've all been going through in this collective trauma, but it's just it is collective trauma, and I'm, I'm trying to give you a podcast here, so just let me call it the panda bear, okay? I'd rather think about that extincting animal than what's really going on? Uh, also, we're going to talk about Google and how it appears to be appeasing and angering the Russian government simultaneously which honestly is very easy to do. I'm a woman so all I have to do is look in Russia's way. I'm also a woman and I'm from I am from the blood of a territory that that decided to ultimately side with the US at the end of things. So Russia doesn't like that either. Good for you. I wasn't really there for the decision, but I, I agree, in solidarity. But still,
1: exactly, you su- you support it. You didn't. You're not voting against it. But yeah, R- Russia is like that. The, the, the like that person that no matter what you do, there's gonna be drama because they all they're all about the drama.
0: Yeah, and we promise we'll read it like a drama too. Okay. True. Okay, we'll be right back. Well, it was another year, another Google search on event. Uh, It's actually the second year that Google did one. Now, this was a live streamed event about the Google search. That was the product that was on display here. And there are a lot of new little features coming through. Um, I tried to get to the bottom of what like the consumer facing features were, because I feel like that's what people want to know. Like, cool, cool, cool. Okay, you can do all this artificial intelligence. That's great. But when can I actually use it?
1: Also, of course, there, have- there there really was a lot of rah 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 for Google in this, where it, it's you're you're yeah. expecting that the why why are you doing this live stream except for to show off new features that that people might want to know about and that you've been working hard on and that blah blah blah. When a lot of it was, re- I, I would say that it was about thirty five percent search, and the rest of it was. Please think positively about Google and your future endeavors. And if you happen to be friends with, married to, or otherwise in social circles with a regulator, either in the United States or elsewhere, maybe you would feel free to share your positive impressions of Google and how it helps you out. Because
0: there's no we, antitrust here. This is, is just the best cover. search engine I've ever used. Yeah. Look at all the context it <laughs> offers me. Context, context. Um I have to say. I kind of fell into that sort of looking at it. Oh, this is great. It's going to offer more context. But Andy's right. Like watching the presentation, you get a clear idea that, you know, first of all, the, I don't, I'm doing, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm critiquing. <laughs> I'm critiquing the, the keynote. Please. It was a little forced. I wanted to yeah. see a little more, uh, humanization because when I was writing about it for gizmodo which I did the link will be in the show notes my my hard work but when I was writing about it I was just thinking everybody uses google <laughs> like <laughs> we try really hard to use the other search engines I certainly have been trying to like implement a little more duck, duck Go. Right. Um, I I even guys sometimes I even give bing I'm just like <laughs> hey honey Help me find this like thing that's really simple. You're, you know, I you're give like, it some you're work like, you're, to you're do. Like,
1: you're like a little league coach at so, at so, or little or, or like a sixth grade soccer coach. Everybody gets to play at least one at least one play.
0: <laughs> exactly, and part of the reason that I like to use Google is because for all of the when I want to really get in, in depth, it'll help me. The way that they have programmed their algorithm has just worked. Better for my thought process and the way that I do my investigative work. Like, yes, it's true. They basically brought the library to you. Yeah,
1: in that it's, sense, you know, that was the whole point stuff. of
0: indexing everything. Yeah.
1: That, that's part of why every time, as as we keep going through antitrust after antitrust after antitrust action, I always have to filter every perfect and wonderful and logical legal argument that's being made against Google against. But it's a great search engine. It's not just, I know. it's not like, <laughs> here is a phrase, where does this exact phrase exist in the entire world? It like throws a thousand other factors in it to understand exactly why I'm searching for that phrase and what I'm looking for. And so under those circumstances, maybe it's okay they don't have competition because it's like, Maybe it's kind of sad that Bing is trying to compete with, I mean, God, God, God love them. God it's love them. It's not
0: him. Microsoft's, listen, I get it's, it. It's Microsoft, not, it's ugh. not
1: like DuckDuckGo, which is like, no, 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 we, we can deliver something very, very clear that Google can't deliver, which is. Which more is why of a thing I use privacy. them right.
0: when I'm doing my celebrity blind items, because Lord knows I don't want that on my algorithm people. Okay. <laughs> yep. Do you know what happens when you look for something on the algorithm? That's all Google serves you for like days in the feed and I just can't do it anymore. I, I'm just so tired of going through and saying, not interested. Don't show from these sources. Anyway, there was anyway. a lot of news. I want to yeah, get through was, it. It, um, it was it a was, it was
1: good stuff. I will, I will say two things before we get into the actual details. And because they, uh, there are two things that I kind of had, of reactions yes, to on the, the event yes, itself uh, one reaction is kind of snarky the one is actually something google did that was praiseworthy i'm going to start with the snarky because okay. that's where we're going uh, it was very very weird because remember that apple released an entire new line of iphones and they did this in like a streamed presentation in which a they didn't feel the need to do it live. four of they, them by the way ex- I'm sorry. just have like, what, pity right, on your exactly. fellow tech
0: journalists
1: <laughs> of course <laughs> but they they, they decided. Well, you know what? It's not as though there's going to be breaking. We're going to suddenly put a fifth camera lens on this thing the day before. Why don't we pre-record all of this so that at least all of the people who are, invi- who are involved here can like go home to their families? And but the other thing is that the Apple realized that we we're certainly not going to have like a live studio audience for this. It was the weirdest thing. They had like this little this little like platform in the middle of like a like well that a wedding was on the Google setup. campus, right? Exactly. That was in their little yeah. Oh, no, no, quad exactly yeah. but it's like who was the and so at, at uh every, at six foot uh f- spread apart intervals there'd be like one person on like a little like round little tuffet like toadstool sort of thing and applauding and like laughing at the right jokes and like who are these did they hire people to come in because it would be so awkward that that your, your one one of the people that you res- that you report to in the org chart is going to be giving the presentation and you have to like Oh, uh, he, he's only seeing me because he's, this is why I'm kind of next to the camera here. And if there's one thing worse that then, Hey, my improv group is putting on a show like next Saturday. And you, you already said that they aren't doing anything. Why don't you come on and see our improv show? And it's like, Oh, I love you dearly. And I'm going to support you. So yes, I will be at your improv show, but it's going to be very, very awkward, but I'm going to do real a really good job of not making it look awkward but the pos- the positive thing that I actually really liked though is that so every time uh, a speaker took the stage of course they had a huge like billboard tv behind them that had like all the graphics and stuff and as they took the stage number number one thank you thank you on behalf of all journalists everywhere for saying that I'm going to put the name, the first name and last name of this person in big letters behind them because maybe you don't know who's the lead engineer in this project mm-hmm. or you don't know them by, or you don't know them by face. So you need to take these notes, but something I've never seen done before. So you would see the name and then underneath that in smaller letters, their personal pronouns, like he, him, which is such a strong point to make. Um, it's It doesn't call attention to itself, but... Uh, I, I started putting the that designation on my own like uh, uh, social media bios when someone pointed out that maybe no one has ever like wondered what pronouns you use, Andy. But the fact that if the more people put their personal pronouns in their bios, the more normal it becomes that mm-hmm. you don't. People are not going to are, are going to expect that. Hey, please tell me what your pronouns are. I'm not going to simply mm-hmm. say what they are to you. So I thought that was a really positive thing, and I hope it's uh, one of a few things. I hope it's something that people steal from Google.
0: <laughs> I agree. I will say it's pretty. It's it's pretty in use throughout, like Silicon Valley companies, a lot of startups, and a lot of tech companies are pretty. Uh, they got on board a couple of years back when it started to become more normalized and um and a lot of it's it's good. It's a good it's a it's a practice that should have been implemented a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, speaking of practices, okay, so the news about your search engine. Yes. So the multitask unified model, or MUM as it was referred to, is kind of like the big marquee news that came out of Search On event. Uh, it actually got its demo at Google I.O. this year. And I just want to clarify for people who might be curious, because I, I had to get this clarified myself. And, and actually, I knew this, but I also forgot. Anyway, the paper airplane model, not MUM. <laughs> Just, in, just I just want to put it's it's not the paper airplane model that was lambda. Mom, what it means is that it's multimodal, so Google has figured out a way for its AI to pick context from more than just text. And so the point of it is that you can get context from images, yay! Which Google has kind of been able to do, but now like even more so at a level in combination with other factors like video that uh, video that's in play, um, web pages, of course. And images and yeah, just all the the visual bits that you might not think would be factored into search. And they actually did a couple of live demos. The I was kind of curious about this. So the two that they used is they showed they showed Mum as being used in Google Lens. Now this feature is only a prototype. It is not officially ready yet. You can't go and download this. It's just a prototype, and that's what they showed off today. But eventually, they're hoping early next year, I'm assuming this would come through as like a an update to Google Lens. So what you could do is you could go to... I think this was the best use of it. Go to a broken part on your bike. I am not a bike rider, so I don't know what any of the parts on a bike are called. <laughs> I didn't know that there was a derailleur. I think that's what it's called. Derailleur. And it's not derailleur exactly and it's spelled the way that andy said it so it's spelled in (laughs) like a french way um and i wouldn't know how to look for that in google and how to look for that specific part so you would use google lens you would take a photo of the broken relieu, and then you would upload that and then add additional context like how to fix and then the search search engine would know that Person is looking for how to fix the thing that is in this picture. And then it'll bring you YouTube results, search results, et cetera, help you get on that path towards fixing things. So I thought that was the most like that. That is the kind of thing you would use a search engine for that you would previously like call a friend that you knew was an expert. Because if I were in that situation, I would like, who's my bike friend? And that's that's what I do now still, right? I'm like thinking, who's the expert in my life that I know that could call about this? (laughs) And maybe that's a Gen X millennial thing. (laughs) maybe that's something gen z is not going to take i don't know
1: it was it was a really cool cool shift in lens whereas we're used to saying using lens why i'm I'm going to give you this picture tell me what this thing is and uh, in the context of mum, in the context of the search demo it was okay look at this thing now i'm going to ask you a question that's related to that thing like the other another demo was uh uh, here is uh, here is a really wild, wacky looking pattern shirt and saying, please find me a pair of socks with a pattern that's kind of like this. And it's it, it was a good example because the whole idea of mum is that you don't have to be – you can give it like an implied sort of uh, – search command or an implied information. Uh, I I was going through this exact same thing uh, just last week where putting, putting together my Halloween costume, I'm looking for a kind of sunglasses that I can't, that I can describe very, very accurately, but I don't know what the search term is for. It has this sort of thing with this deal sort of thing. And I'm making those of you who don't have access to the video feed. I'm making vague gestures with my hands, like if you've ever gone into a store and saying, uh, okay, so I need, I'm I'm trying to fix my sink and there's this thing and making a gesture that kind of goes like into the wall like this, you know what I mean? Where any sort of search that involves, you know what I mean? And a lot of hand gestures, it would be very, very useful for.
0: Mom is gonna not just be in Google Lens, of course, it's gonna come to some facets of search. So there's gonna be a things to know section, which is kind of like, It's not necessarily an outline of the topic, but a way, well, I guess, yes, it could be looked at as that, but also to kind of help you go outside of your context. So they offered acrylic paint was like the big (laughs) example that they offered, which I think was a good example because, you know, you can go either way with acrylic paint. Like, do I want to paint uh, furniture? Do I want to paint a painting? Um, What kind of ingredients does it use? Can I use things from home? So... Things to know would bring you up those additional search terms and kind of help you like go out of your scope. I like that. I, I like that feature, by the way, just because yeah. anyway, it, that's, it, that's it how feel, Google it keeps It feels like it,
1: the way that they demonstrated it, it felt, it felt like it went beyond uh, related search terms is what we're used to seeing in search, which seemed a bit robotic. That it seemed as though that feature was powered by oh well people who search for that often find up find themselves looking for this too or instead whereas a lot of the stuff that they did uh, just showing off like future upgrades to the Google search page seemed to be well I we have an understanding that if you're looking for if if you're looking for acrylic paint. Maybe you're looking at for an oxygen and crafts sort of thing. the The thing that kind of liked uh, that really showed this off was that they uh, they're also adding like a feature called a refine feature and a broaden feature. That is so. Really- I need
0: to make I need to make a clarification before you go forward on that. That is not using MUM. That is my understanding. As it's not built on MUM. So it's not actually. It's very. It's a little confusing because of the way that it was presented.
1: Oh, all all, all, this, was, all of this was confusing. But the way they mis- they mashed together a whole bunch of upcoming features without really making it clear what of this is using MUM, which which is not. They also made it really clear that uh, no, we don't have. We're not ready to ship anything with MUM quite yet. Because it's, we're still testing it, and also we don't know how much other stuff it'll break <laughs> in terms of people who are expecting certain results from their that, certain I mean, experience.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but refiner or broaden is, yes, yeah, supposed to make – it's supposed to kind of help you go out of the context, but it, it's not using mom. I just wanted to right. clarify on that because that was that was something I, I um, discovered writing the story. And then also related topics, which will apply to videos as well because now – and that, that uses mom yeah. and that will go into the content itself. So it like knows what animal you're watching on screen, even if it's not mentioned in the description anywhere or in any made data, which is cool. <laughs> it's cool.
1: It is. It is great because a lot, a lot of stuff that you're not necessarily looking to read an article about this thing. You actually would like to see a picture that tells you what you need to know or a video that tell, that explains what you need to do. And so the, this like a Wikipedia about- article.
0: I want like the results of a Wikipedia article. Here's a moving, a moving uh, picture. Here's a still picture. Here's hard, cold, hard facts. Here's some years. <laughs> no, just, just give me the information. Just <laughs> um, of course, they are going to use mum to help you get some shopping done. I thought it was very, it was cute that they used children to sell this. That what they did is they showed a. I guess squishmallows, I didn't realize that people were going out of their way to collect these things because I don't have a kid of that age and I'm not collecting them myself. Yeah. But it was kind of a weird example.
1: It made because me sad.
0: It, it was the exact, I'm just going to level with you all here. It's the exact thing we caution about with regards to capitalism.
1: Yes. We should back up one step. And say that this is, this is like, they, they had a, they had like four major bullet points of what the topics they wanted to talk about. One was more choice for shopping. And largely it seemed as though they're taking the Google shopping tool and integrating it more into search so that uh, search results for things that you can shop for. Is more well organized towards. Oh, well, here are brands associated with it. Here are reviews associated with it. Ni- very nicely done. That here is integration with Google Maps, so that here are actual local, mic- uh, local uh, brick and mortar stores where you can find things. They they're making a big deal of something that I thought was actually kind of cool. Where if you do a search for, oh, I need the the sh- sh- schmuckins or whatever the hell it is. Uh, I'm I'm looking for the Billy <laughs> Baked Bean Burnisher. Schmuckins and who? Oh, oh! There's a store just eight miles away that has it in stock right now. We're and giving a demonstration of the store that uh, oh, we just do the barcodes. So I'm 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 just gonna say that it it did make me sad because you see this little girl who has like you can't see her bed. There's such a mountain of these like little pillowy oh, sort of Andy, things.
0: Let children have things they love. <laughs> but, bit, but, Life is FC, hard.
1: but as you're about to say, it's like we are. Tr- you, you How how do we want this like this seven year old girl to spend her time learning to love the world and herself or yeah. desperately trying to acquire this sh- schmickings yeah. or whatever? I, I wish that, that they wouldn't have used that. That was a bad example.
0: It was it was not a good example. I thought it yes, it was cute, but it was not a good example because the thing you said Andy More earlier about the things
1: <laughs> squashed down my feelings I don't mean, I'm not one that to talk. I, I'm hurting. Look,
0: <laughs> I'm surrounded by material things like a lot of them right now that really I, I don't need anyway. But you were right, Andy. This is how Google locks you in because okay, versus me going to Target or Walmart or whatever store and searching individually for let's say there's a detergent i need or my daughter needs diapers and i just have to absolutely get her like the size that she needs instead of me individually going to target and walmart and looking up for those diapers and seeing if it's at the location nearest to me what google wants me to do is go to their search engine use them only to find out where the stock is mm-hmm. see it yeah, it it's just keeps you it keeps you going in the hamster wheel. You just keep, you keep it keeps moving.
1: You saying, keep I, moving. Whatever problem I have in my life, my first step is to Google.com. It will help me. It will tell me. But, what. And isn't and that so good what at it. you that's do? The, that's the frustrating thing. They're really good at it, too. Hello,
0: I have it on my phone. Every time I go to my phone, what do I do? I Google it. Unless I remember to open DuckDuckGo. And yes, I should put the widget on my home screen, but I don't need you to give me a lecture right now, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, last thing that we should mention that was part of this search was the big onus on Google's giving you the tools to make your own informed decisions. Okay. Google isn't telling you what to read or consume, <laughs> even though our next new story might make you think otherwise. <laughs> Instead, it's giving you the tools to evaluate the information. And uh, it is improving. It's about this results with more vetted information. And, um, and of course, it, it was a Google event. so. They did remind us how much we rely on them. Exactly.
1: Nice internet you got here. Too bad if we if anything happened to it.
0: I sat there and I went, God, I would love to be outside in your quad right now in the sun. Like, instead of here in my dark room. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sure the people that were there were all, like, vaccinated employees. So, At least they were safe, and that's what matters. Um, Let's take a quick water break, and then when we get back, we're going to talk about more. Now, I haven't had much time to like super dive into the YouTube news that's been going on because of all the aforementioned other news that we just covered, but YouTube has had quite a few headlines already this week. The first one being, and I think, was this today, Andy, or was it yesterday?
1: I think it was. was, Well, No, it was today. For... To, today for you, September yesterday 29th. for me, because it's 1216 in the morning where I am. Okay. But yeah, early this, earlier this morning, mm-hmm. YouTube uh, announced that they were taking a much, much harder line against anti-vax content and the creators who push it
0: surprisingly
1: so but they, they they'd already put in of course a lot of new rules about hey you can't set you can't spread disinformation about covid people are going to be people are actually getting killed over that but they apparently they did something in response to studies that realized that all this anti-vax uh, all the anti-vax stuff against covid was also fueling anti-vax sentiments against you know the measles vaccine for god's sake so they decided to make this a blanket policy uh, so that if you are spreading any kind of anti <laughs> anti vax uh, disinformation, uh, that anything that that uh, t- anything that uh, applies to uh, a, a currently administrated vaccine that's been certified as safe and effective by the World Health Organization and local health authorities. You are not allowed to say that, "Oh well, this will make your ears fall off you're not allowed to say that oh well, this is all a lies that Bill Gates can put satellite dishes that will give us five g into his bed. you're not allowed to do that then they will drop they they're they're entitled to uh, drop your entire channel ban you fr- remove your content ban you from this platform everything and that has to do with not just covid but every other kind of anti vax content which is probably overdue, but you feel as though, okay, we didn't want to push this button. But it turns out, every time we said that people are not going to be that stupid, we won't have to push this button, they said, yeah, but let's keep that button in good shape in case we do have to push it.
0: I mean, they're just going to go to TikTok and, and Instagram. Um, I know Facebook has, like I think Facebook banned anti-vax, but the interesting thing about YouTube is, by the way, Oh my god! This is such a huge platform. So many people are going to. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's such a big deal that I can't help but just sit and stare in my mind at the. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean it's it's all, the, it's good all
0: that- the all the MLM you know women who are on there about all their like essential oils and how they like cure everything. Like, what are they gonna do now? Like, YouTube's gonna ban their live hauls.
1: Yeah, let me wait. There's 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 a lot of stuff that we need to change about YouTube. Fortunately, anti-vax is a l- little bit of a progress. What one of the things that makes this effective that is that they are decidedly not being specific about what, what constitutes misinformation. So that's not it's not mm. just oh, well, just these like tests I'm are decidedly
0: alive. not not specific when somebody asks me how do you know what my zodiac sign is because I'm not going to tell you that I think that you're a jerk. Or that you cry too much. That's why you're a cancer. Just kidding. Nobody cries too much, by the way. And like, I love the cancers in my lives. You people keep us going with our emotions. It's just a common meme. And I'm really sorry. Look at what happened! Look what <laughs> happened to us! I'm sorry, we're already running long, and no, I'm no. here with all these digressions. La, la, no, no, la. no, no,
1: no, no. Uh, but they're so they're, they're also making slim, like razor slim exceptions for videos. Like if you are telling a personal story about how, well, I got the I, I got the COVID vaccine, and my God, it knocked me on my butt for three weeks, and I kind of wish that maybe I'd w- waited or done. with they're not going to they're not going to nail you for that. But even there. Uh, they're going to keep an eye on your channel, and if you're doing nothing but posting videos about ah, week eight, and I'm still thinking about how much that COVID vaccine really, really hurt when I got it, no, they're going to they're going to shut you down. Um, also, even if if you to to make sure that like medical professionals can talk about studies. Uh, in an intelligent way that they're not saying that, no, you're not allowed to ever say anything never negative about any vaccine ever, yeah. so long as you're – if you're raising doubts about it, but you're citing here is an actual legitimate study from a trusted, respected source, and I'm simply discussing what's happening mm-hmm. in this paper – Uh, That's okay. But once again, if you're making a habit of today's research paper that I found just by Googling bad words and seeing if in any way, shape, or form there was the word vaccine in there anywhere, again... Have, have fun on twitch have fun on like r- radical extremist video platform of your choice you're not going to be propelling that on youtube <laughs> um but
0: speaking of yeah. radical extremism <laughs> shall we get into nastrovia <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. uh, i'm
0: sorry guys for all the russian people out there who i i, re- I actually am extremely obsessed with your culture but
1: <laughs> Okay. yeah it's so so google and youtube they seem to have pulled off something that you can rarely pull off with one entity but if that entity is russia you've got By the a way, good in means chance
0: let's get drunk yes. <laughs> I just told everybody let's get
1: drunk so you're in mushy mere
0: all right, oh, so we're okay,
1: here we go, so we're waiting uh,
0: from Bloomberg, Bloomberg. What did yes. Bloomberg say about the Russian state media
1: regulators well, so there, there's a there, there's a whole bunch of stuff going down, so now let's let's get let's start off with how they are getting russia's state media regulators all up in arms so there's now st- threatening to block youtube in totality inside of mm-hmm. russia and this is what they regard as a proportional retaliation for the fact that youtube took down uh the the, the german language channels from uh, U- russia state tv like the the RT uh, news service mm-hmm. in German, and they took them down for guess what, violating policies against <laughs> COVID disinformation. But uh, the agency they didn't they didn't take it in stride. They decided that this is a, an act of quote information warfare unquote and has to be responded to in kind. So and this is something that they're I'm making
0: a fight fa- a face by the way a yeah. face of just absolute what is going on here ladies and gentlemen
1: yeah they're they are insisting that a uh, youtube restore every single channel that rt rt has and they allow these channels to post RT whatever is, they want
0: rt is really intense by the way right. um sometimes they have it in english or they'll have it with subtitles and mm
1: it's a it's yeah. a really intense state propaganda news it's channel.
0: Russian sky news but like actual propaganda
1: yeah as <laughs> as in there's i think the I think the best video I ever saw come out of uh, r t was when the all uh, you have a newscast in which a very modern shiny like newscast set and modern and shiny looking newscasters saying that screw this crap we are having we want nothing to do with this anymore and they dropped their papers and left. <laughs> <laughs> basically say that we are we're done with being puppets for this garbage anymore wow. so hire someone who can deal with this because <laughs> have because we can't well um,
0: apparently now they won't get any youtube play so there's absolutely no reason to work there because you're not even getting there you go <laughs> not even getting youtube play now
1: <laughs> no 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 shopping yes. conversion so <laughs> but so meanwhile however they are still they are also cow uh, youtube is also kowtowing somehow to russia and getting on the bad side of freedom of uh, free speech people, because it's a lot to it's a lot to unpack. So there is this mm. dude that you may have heard of called Alexei Navalny, who is mm. for the past 10 years or so, at least been sort of the chief thorn in the side of Vladimir Putin and in the in opposition to uh into uh the putin's uh, political party that rules pretty much all of russia so uh he uh so he fell. just to show you what a bad situation how 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 ill esteem this man is held to uh, by Putin's regime, uh, he was exposed to nerve agents and fell critically ill, yes. had to be airlifted and uh, get medical treatment in Germany. Uh, he claimed to have been poisoned by Putin operatives. There was a subsequent investigation that uncovered enough evidence of this that uh, there were sanctions levied against Russia by several European nations. Uh, he, so fun. yeah, he. Fortunately, he was critically ill, but fortunately uh, was restored to health, uh, went back to Russia, was immediately arrested, and then sentenced to two and a half mm-hmm. years in prison this year. Uh, as it happens, I think it was just yesterday, just on Tuesday, uh, he was further charged while in prison while oper- by uh, with operating an extremist group and now faces an additional 10 years in prison. Um, his political movement, however, is still – very very powerfully fueled by opposition to Vladimir Putin uh it's and uh, they're kind they're doing some in 2018 they came up with this idea of uh, the reason why uh, Vladimir Putin's party is in control of this country is because of course they keep winning these parliamentary elections and also opposition is kind of splintered there are people who run against uh these party candidates uh, but maybe the, the parties united Russia and they decided that, well, what if we just every every member of the opposition simply voted for the exact same candidate in every individual election that for every election election? Uh, we will find the one candidate that has the bet that 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 that's leading in the polls uh, against uh, against a candidate, and we'll make sure that instead of spreading our votes against like eight different people, the policy will be: look, if you don't like United Russia party uh, being the party of uh, of control over the state doesn't matter who you vote for so long as this party candidate loses. And it's been a very effective campaign. Part of it is because they're using a lot of social media and a lot of Google tools in order to make this coordination effort actually work. So they were using... Uh, uh, they were using uh, youtube videos to explain to people how this system works they were using google docs uh, shared docs to with spreadsheets of information of here's what here's where we think the voting is going in this this area and this area and this area uh most notably they had uh, an app for both the for both uh, the iphone and android phones that would actually do a lot of the work for you and say well here's here's your location you should vote for this person if you want the united russia party to lose uh, and so Putin, the United Russia party, I, I, uh, Putin did not like any of this. So they insisted that Google and YouTube remove all of this forthwith uh, before the, I think it was the September 19th, parliamentary uh, parliamentary elections and Google and, and uh, Apple should be said, all said, yes, sir. Absolutely. Sir. We'll do, Sir. And so this has caused a whole bunch of difficulty for these companies outside of Russia. Uh, Susan uh, Wojcicki, who's uh, the CEO of YouTube, was on Bloomberg Television on Monday and Mm -hmm. was asked about this. And she really was – her response really does show the difficulty that all these huge companies uh, uh, – Apple in China, Apple in Russia, Apple in Turkey, everywhere – have about – if they want to operate inside this country, inside the borders of this country, you have to do exactly what the government says or simply decide that you can do without uh, 20, $19 billion per quarter, uh, and that's the only thing. Uh, so she was asked about this, and she uh, uh, said the the headline the headlines quote was that, oh, free, free speech is a core value at YouTube, <laughs> but then dot, dot, dot. However, and here I'm quoting here, when we work with governments, there are many things we have to take into consideration, whether it's local laws or what's happening on the ground. So there's always going to be multiple considerations. And the, the feather in Google's history has always been that in uh, 2010, 2011, when uh, in response to a whole bunch of demands being made by China and a lot of industrial espionage that they were suffering, they said, you know what? Boom, we're done. We're done. We're leaving. We we refuse to operate under these conditions. It's totally counter to everything that we want to do or are prepared <sighs> to do. So we're done. Uh, this so is, this is
0: the stuff you have to deal with when you're a global company and like just you know.
1: Yeah. So <sighs> so if you if you're thinking that well maybe they'll decide that. Uh, they'll do the same thing uh, to, with Russia that they did with China? Probably not. Uh, she said, uh, I think we really want to make sure that we're working and serving audiences as much as we possibly can. And if it comes to a point where there's an issue with the government, we'll do our best always to work that out. So probably not. It's mm-hmm. it's difficult because, yeah, they're, they're, it's not going to get better in China. It's not going to get better in Russia. It's not going to get better in these countries. They're just going to They... Uh, there will always be. There's going to be that point in which they're going to insist that Google and YouTube stop being simply compliant and start being actually complicit in human rights and free speech abuses inside the country. Yes, and at that and point, those, that's where the rubber meets well, the road. Exactly.
0: I'm not. Exactly
1: I'm not anti. convinced that even Apple would say no to again. I think the. I think they're making 19 billion dollars per quarter. I could be wrong. I might uh i i could be wrong but that's the number that comes to mind in china and that at what point uh, what what do what does china have to ask apple to do before apple will say you know what we're done we're not doing this we have nothing to do with this we have 2 trillion dollars that's enough we are our, are our, our, we've proven to our mommies that we're a really successful company even with and i think that if we did not have the money from china we would still be proving to our mommies that we're really wonderful grown up successful adults and so Goodbye.
0: Oh my goodness gracious. We're going to take a quick little break. And when we get back, a little dinner mint to kind of help uh, cleanse your palate of this very meaty dish that we just presented. Okay, this is just a fun little piece of news before we go. I know that I made a joke about Bing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> about how I use it to kind of give it, you know, give it a job, give it something to do. But uh, but apparently Google made the claim that it, they made this in their appeal in the EU's $5 billion fine for violating its antitrust. They are trying to defeat defend the claim that people choose Google to search freely, as we had said earlier. And they brought up the fact that people use Google, excuse me, be people who use Bing to ask how to get Google.
1: <laughs> yes. Number one search Ouch. query on Bing. And see that, that that doesn't look good no matter how you unpack it. If you're if you're Microsoft. I, see, I, I, I had to remember every single time that I set up a new computer, when I set up a new Mac, when I set up a new Windows machine, and like Safari is the default that's pre-installed or, uh, or the, you know, or the Edge browser is set up as the pre-installed on Windows. And the only thing I use the Safari browser for is to, where do I, give me the download link for Chrome, <laughs> for the Chrome browser. So that's probably like the one thing that they're, it, it's the number one search term because that's the one thing they actually want to get which is get me out of here so it's like it really is like <laughs> i'm what, sorry what,
0: i've done that i've done that on microsoft edge
1: you're, you're, but, you're, you know, you're a lovely browser you put a lot of work into it it's fun in its ways it's just that unless unless you're duck, duck go uh, uh why am i why am i here at all
0: I, I mean i actually honestly i i like edge just as a browser yeah. um you can change the default search engine on there and have it be Google if you want. Again, I just keep it Bing to keep it going. Uh, but I, I do like, I do like edge as a browser. I just want to say that it's, it's really nice since they basically made it Microsoft Chrome. Yeah. Because
1: it, it, it is using the same rendering engine now. It is, uh, it, it, but it, Yeah, it's just it's just too bad because none. I I can never find a compelling reason to stick with an alternative. It's even worse when you're on a Mac because Apple has optimized Safari specifically to this piece of hardware, to this MacBook, so that it consumes the least amount of energy and the battery drain is minimal. Uh, just, it's I'm it's smiling. It's fast as possible, that's... and and still it's like that's not good enough. I'd much rather run Chrome because it is it is a better platform for running like everything that I do via the web than anything else out there. <sighs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna re- I'm not gonna remove you from <laughs> this MacBook Safari, but uh, enjoy <laughs> enjoy enjoy like sitting in a bench in the bullpen while. <laughs> while uh, Major League Pitching is happening actually on the field, because you ain't it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, we're at the end of our lovely little podcast here, so I hope that we presented you with a meal of information that felt well-balanced, and that doesn't leave you feeling too gassy afterwards.
1: Combinations of sweet and savory. We gave you a lovely Mm -hmm. flight of alcohols, a tasting menu, chef's choice.
0: Ugh, I miss tasting menus and just like the whole situation. But I wonder. And my...
1: actually, lo- looking at looking at the show doc, we do have a couple of things that uh, we are like. Imagine us putting it into uh, taking it away from your table because you didn't actually like consume it, and we're bringing it back to you uh, along with your coasts wrapped up in a t- piece of tin foil that's now shaped like a swan, and perhaps you oh. will be able to enjoy those stories next week.
0: I like that that's the kind of restaurant that we are. And I, you know, I'm all for leftovers. My family and I subsist on leftovers weekly. It's, it's economical, quite frankly. You know, I I,
1: I would, I would like to think that we're the sort of restaurant where like, if we notice that like your, your, your daughter or your son like has like a Pokemon pin, like we will give you your leftovers and like a little tinfo thing that we have shaped like Pikachu. Oh.
0: Oh, that's so cute. Thank you. Thank you for manifesting that, Andy. Oh, <laughs> I love that little vision. And so, with that, like, nice little happy dream, we're going to tell you that it's we're nearing the end of Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And it turns out that we have raised over $600,000 for St. Jude's <laughs> Children's
1: Hospital. Thank you, everybody. So My I goodness. just really
0: <laughs> want to thank everybody. That was since I checked like this morning, by the way. I just been in the trenches of work, but over six hundred thousand dollars. Ah, it's thanks thanks to everybody for making that happen. Um, If you're curious about also maybe becoming a member <laughs> of the Relay <laughs> FM network, you know, you can become a member of our show at relay.fm/slash material. You can find out more about our show, show notes, uh, links to where you can find Annie and I on the web, and then relay.fm/slash/slash membership. Is where you can go and find out how to become a member of the network to get some perks, including bonus episodes. That, yes, Andy and I are going to record now that Childhood Cancer Awareness Month is over. We're done with the fundraiser. Uh, we're just waiting for this wild time to subside a bit, and then we're going to get cozy and make you some bonus episodes. So something to look forward to, uh, Andy. What are you up to this week, if you'd like to share with the folks?
1: As usual, I've got my Friday high-tech Heidi Ho on uh, WGBH Boston Public Radio. Uh, I'm on at 1.20 p.m. on Friday this week. You can go to wgbhnews.org live or later to listen to it.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Andy, for putting the doc every, together every week, for being my co-host, uh, and for
1: just being you, just oh. for being you. It's the part I was born to play.
0: <laughs> As for me, um, I am at FlorenceIon.com. I have a website. And you can find a link to my Discord there if you're interested in joining our little budding community. Sometimes I hop in there. I'm, I'm there every day. But it, it's a nice little community. There's always something to read when you come back. So that's a good thing to know. <laughs> and you can also go to my author page on gizmodo.com at flowrights.tech. My special little link that I made myself. Um, I want to thank Jim for editing our podcast every week. I want to thank our podcast network for hosting us. And I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in to us every week, for giving us a reason to show up here every week and not only talk about Russia, but also dunk on Bing. <laughs>
1: Yeah. See, see, flow, flow wasn't <laughs> wasn't being theatrical earlier. We this is a this is a terrible, terrible like six to eight week period for anybody in the tech journalism world because this is where every single company likes to dump lots of big news. You've seen so, the headlines. Yeah, yes. and we're tired, and we just don't want to. We're and but the thing is, we still enjoy talking with each other and talking to you. That's how much Keep, we enjoy yes, this show. So thank you exactly. for being out there for us.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Well, until next week, Andy, we should say goodbye and until next time.
1: Indeed.